Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 55. Not marble, nor the gilded monuments of princes shall outlive this powerful rhyme. But you shall shine more bright in these contents than unswept stone besmeared with sluttish time. When wasteful war shall statues overturn, and broils root out of the work of masonry, nor Mars his sword, nor war's quick fire shall burn the living record of your memory. Gainst death and all oblivious enmity shall you pace forth. Your praise shall still find room, even in the eyes of all posterity, that wear this world out the ending doom. So, till the judgment that yourself arise, you live in this, and dwell in lovers' eyes. That was Sonnet 54 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I'm Mark Chatterley. Five, fifty, fifty-five. No, no, <laughs> that was Sonnet Fifty-five. You would, you heard Thierry, and he was very kind to put his hand up, which I thought he was doing some sort of virtual high-five thing and or a dance, and it didn't, it didn't work. Fifty-five, sorry. And I am joined by. He seems, well, you've just mentioned me, yeah, Thierry Halis. Thierry Halis, who seems overly glad I made that mistake. I have to say. I'm just, it's just a weird, it's the first time we screwed up the number on, um, oh, damn it, damn it, damn I've, it. I've had a few problems with the Roman numbers on the site that I use, but yeah, yeah it's the first time we, yeah. Uh... Mine actually has uh, 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 Arabic numbers and, and yeah, I just read I should just read them on Wikipedia as well. It does make sense. It's good. It's good. Wikipedia's good. I don't trust Wikipedia enough. It's even, even if I read an information on Wikipedia, I, I look for the source and then I go read the source because sometimes you click on the source and that's not actually in there. So you don't which, which is... you don't trust it to go against death and all obvious enmity shall you pace no, forth. Bill no. Walden is a big wanker. Oh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember that being in the sonnet. Well, as I I, I post I didn't know if I don't know if you'd seen that I I I can't even remember why I think I re- I was reading up on the the merger of Glamorgan and Newport. Okay, and because I, I was wondering what the name was, I for some reason I never actually read what the name was, and I went on Wikipedia. And the, the, the website for uh, the Wikipedia page for uh, University of Glamorgan said it's currently serving two students, <laughs> and graduates have a uh, an employment rate of one hundred and four point nine percent. So that's it's awesome. just and that's that that was up there for months. No one ever. Yeah, I I I on things like this, uh, things you can argue people look at a lot. You can tend to trust. You test. I tend to trust Wikipedia. Maybe that's a bad idea. I, I trust it as a sort. Well, as as sort of an index for for reliable sources. Yeah, that may, that's probably a good way of treating it. I think. Right. Uh, so, Sonnet Fifty Five. What, what's... <laughs> a tangent, and we haven't even started yeah. yet. What What's this one about? You can You can do this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's got a lot of war in this one, which I really, really like. He even references the uh, the Roman god of war, Mars. Everyone likes which is Mars. which is a, a very very and also the other Mars I like that one is in the planet Mars or the... I was thinking about the chocolate but okay. yeah the planet Mars that as well <laughs> like Mars bars the chocolate <laughs> I just you live off fizzy drinks and you don't like coffee and tea you're the weird one fine and my <laughs> Mars bars for those in America are actually Milky Ways I believe if you're in America there is yeah there's some odd differences that. 
but it's for several brands where the the European version is something different than. But then they have bitter chocolate in America, so they have horrid chocolate that tastes of vomit. It's yeah. Anyway, anyway, Sonic Fifty Four. <laughs> what does it What does it mean to you, Thierry? What does What does Sonic Fifty Four say to you? It just mainly says war, war and destruction and fire. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> he he, he the, the line that really stuck out for me was um, "No Mars is sword, no war's quick fire shall burn the living record of your memory." Which, I mean, even in Shakespeare's time, he would have known about the big fire of. Um, the uh, the libraries of was it Alexandria? No, I'm screwing it up now. In Egypt, oh. what was the library called that they burned down? I don't. But yeah, they they had which at the time had pretty much all the, all the records of of the human knowledge that they had at the time of the Western world, and that burned down. That's and a lot of knowledge was lost. It was a mistake not to have at least one fire extinguisher in that building. Well. <laughs> They didn't have that yet. <sighs> that's their own. That's, 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 oh, I'm going to look. I think it was Alex. It, it just, and, and oh, quite often libraries are the first thing that get destroyed really? in wars. That's quite sad. I like libraries. Well, because it is. There was an, there was li- a li- library, libraries are a, are the collection of, of knowledge of a country and, and the culture. Yes. And, and, and if you want to destroy a country, that's that's one of the first things you go for, apart from the bridges and and killing people and the, the destroying the headquarters of the military. Sort of libraries are high any, priority any, targets, high, I guess. High priority, even though I, I think they're pre- protected under uh, the UN. It's it's a uh, it's now a war crime to uh, to destroy libraries. I, I didn't but, know so, that. That's it's good to know. Have, um, I saw a talk about that a while ago, where. Um, Libraries are protected institutions that um, it's sort of like shooting someone down with that soldiers down that are jumping out of planes with parachutes. You're not allowed to shoot them until they've actually landed on the ground. So, if okay, you're not, you're not allowed if, if soldiers jump out of a plane and invading your country, it's a war crime to shoot them while they're still in the air. Okay, that's because you're, you're just shooting at innocent, well, not innocent, but but yeah, um, it's war, you're it's just your... shooting targets, yeah. But even war has, I mean. Then they don't always get respected. The laws—that's that's what sort of war is. But even within war, there, there's well, that's what war crimes are. That's that's why you get in front of a tribunal of human rights. Okay. That's that's what the Hague is for. Yeah, yeah. People who were so why wouldn't you just strap all your parachutists onto some so they had a big fan on them so they never landed and they kept I'm not... themselves aloft so they were power gliding. I mean that's. Yeah, but at, at some point you would hit the ground. That's what that's what gravity does. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, even the lack of energy. Eventually, you'll you, you'll run out of energy. You run out. It'll be converted to other sources of what will happen to that energy. Well, you. The energy will be transferred to something that you can't use to keep yes. yourself up in the air. Yes. Yes. That Stupid that was energy. a really. I'm still not. I'm just I'm just trying to Google the library. <laughs> Somehow we're talking about war crimes, um, but but yes. What, what, what my point was, just because something is written down, doesn't mean that that it'll 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 survive. No, that's true, and I think at this point, Shakespeare knew that that he his even if the sonnets weren't meant to be published, I th- I'm sure he knew that his 
reputation well, he, would he was mean famous they would live. enough to know that they would survive yeah. somehow exactly that so yeah i think it's fair to say that that he knew his writings were longer lasting than buildings and and things like that and that's that seems to be what this is about that that even monuments to princes which would be be made uh, stronger than normal monuments i guess and and um and then masonry and and even his his writing would survive wars and and yeah it, it would outlive it all and and so till the judgment that you uh, that yourself arise you live in this and dwell in lovers eyes so he lives in the in the sonnets and dwells in the eyes of lovers sonnets being something that you're you're meant to whisper or or speak softly to your lover although I'd, I'd, uh... sorry go on no, I did just Google it, and it was uh, the the uh, Library of Alexandria that Caesar bone- burned down accidentally. <laughs> he was having a he cigarette. He destroyed a library. He fell well, no, he <laughs> he uh, he set fire to his ships in a strategic attempt to uh, stop someone else. But and he just the, the library caught fire, and he, uh, he he destroyed the most important collection of human knowledge at the time. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. A bit of a boo-boo. <laughs> May have burnt down. Yeah. Get the scribes. We, we, I've, I've we memorized a lost. lot of it. Come on, come on, quickly. <laughs> may have just lost thousands of years of knowledge here. I think I can remember a bit of that book. So, oh, crap. Just, just the word... Whoops! Bit of a boo boo. <laughs> that that just perfect. Just just seeing Caesar stand there, just going, oops. Tiny tiny little snafu. Um, <laughs> the ships are gone. That that all went fine. But I may have also destroyed the library. On the plus side, go get the marshmallows. <laughs> Schmores for everyone. Oh wow. Yeah, not good. Bad shape. Bad, not Shakespeare. Bad, bad Caesar. Bad. Bad Caesar. Well, he he was a uh, he was an emperor. So yeah, that's that's sort of what they do. They destroy <laughs> and conquer. It's their job, you could say. So so uh, yes. So this this sonnet, uh, it's about how solid things are, I guess, and how long lasting they are, but how most things come to an end. Um, at Judgment Day as well, the world's meant to be sort of wrought in ho- hospitable, I guess. I, I guess that's what's meant to happen at Judgment Day. There's a lot of a lot of fires and and Satan coming to Earth, and it's just. Have, have you ever read the uh, Book of Revelation, the Apocalypse, in the, bio, the the Book of Revelation? It's the most boring, <laughs> metaphorical crap ever. <gasps> I haven't. I I have to. There isn't actually anything. It it's it's all descriptions of 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 Satan and the the. Because uh, I I had to read it because I well religious country I had religious education and then that was just one of the chapters we had to read and you just you at, I was I can't remember fourteen fifteen it was oh the book of Revelation finally there's going to be a good chapter in the Bible and it's the most disappointing oh. read and and doesn't it describe like giant wasps with with stings it, it, it's just and... it, it it just describes the whole how human the the because the, the, the good christians are already in heaven they go to heaven like a while before that i don't think they do and actually just... i believe in, in the the um 
it's a false reading that they go to heaven first. I believe it's that it's the test of their faith. They have to live seven years in this in this hell world before the rapture happens, and only one hundred and forty four thousand people get raptured. Isn't that Jehovah's Witnesses? The one hundred forty four thousand. Maybe I don't think so though. I think that's a it comes from the because the, the, the hundred forty four thousand with the Jehovah's Witnesses because they you are one of the hundred forty four thousand if you if you're a git missionary is that the word and you 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 convert a lot of people but by doing that you are also bringing in more people more people who will want to be part of the hundred forty four thousand. <laughs> Sounds like a faulty system that does. It's <laughs> have you. <laughs> I we're going to upset people now, but have you ever seen a religion that is not a faulty system? That's <laughs> that's sort of what differentiates religion from science. Because when science finds a fault in its theories, it tries to come up with a new theory and yes, forget about the old one. Whereas religion just sort of <laughs> navigates around it or just completely ignores it and pretends it isn't there. That that's true. That is. Let, 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 I think we should. I think it's probably best for us to avoid religion. religious topics. But yeah, but, but it's just because it is a very heated argument, and 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 I don't want to upset people. If they want to believe in fairy tales when they're an adult, they can they can do that. I'm I'm not going to stand in their way. But, but yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is religion doesn't change. No, that's that's sort of the whole point of religion. The ideas just stay the same they they might sort of push some back like stoning your daughter when she uh stoning your kids when they misbehave does something um yeah sacrificing your children to god they they might sort of forget about some ideas but but the general idea of religion is well the dogma to stick to that certain set of morals yes Yes, and 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 in case anyone is is wondering why we're talking about this and not the sonnet, it links in because it's talking about judgment at, at the end, which yeah, would be yeah. the ultimate judgment. Yeah, we're not just talking randomly about. Uh, well, it's not like the Tom Cruise no. episode. No, no, I'm sure Minority Report linked into that sonnet somehow. <laughs> yeah, we had the uh, we had the precog words that, in see, that. That was why. That that well, was that the makes uh... sense. <laughs> um, so so, Shakespeare in this is saying that the. <laughs> The fair youth will will live on in in this being the sonnets and series of sonnets, and I think it's fair to say that has actually happened. Um, and dwell in lovers' eyes, which I don't I I don't quite understand what he's getting at there. Is he saying that love from this point on is inspired by the fair youth, or that anyone in love must know the fair youth? Or I don't quite understand how. Uh, how that line works, I guess. And dwell in lovers' eyes. It, it might be a reference to a. Hmm. I, I think it's meant to be you, very you metaphorical in... in the sense that you are so beautiful and I love you so much, and and that that any lovers that come after this w- will be compared to us. We're the comparison by which they're measured. We're the we're the stick by which they're measured and and so in that sense you are always with any form of love i guess we, we you would you live in this and dwell in lovers eyes so you you are in this love poem and dwell in yeah 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 i guess well ironically 
Shakespeare did create many of the ideas that we use today to describe That's love. That's true. So, so in the way, the fair youth sort of serves as the uh, the, the conduit, the ideal. The, the, yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of our phrases about love do come from from Shakespeare's writing. So, yeah, in that sense, that anything that inspired Shakespeare inspired, which that. is quite an achievement. I mean, I've I've written the old the odd uh, poem for someone, but. Yeah, to, to, to completely change an entire language. <laughs> so people use your description of a person to, to talk about their own love for someone else. It's quite an impressive achievement. Wow. As, as achievements go. I, I, I can see why Shakespeare is still considered important after 400 yeah. years. I'm warming up you're, to you're, the guy. You're, you're getting there. 55 <laughs> sonnets in and you're going, yeah, yeah this, this poet might have something about him. It's just... just... I, I doubted it. Even during my BA in English studies, the, just Shakespeare, what's wrong with it? Just a weird guy. You never did, don't lie. You never, uh, once. Uh, just, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, I, 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 there's a lot of nice imagery in this one. Um, like you say, it's got the Mars imagery, it's got the war imagery, and, and burning and masonry falling. And it, it's all kind of apocalyptic imagery of, of the idea that... that the countryside and the the environment is falling apart and, and that a constant in that be them alive at that moment or not is the fair youth's beauty it's like a constant around which everything else is changing actually there's uh, I'm just rereading the first line not marble not gilded that reminds me of uh, there's, there is a sonnet like that well, maybe not a sonnet, but a poem. Okay. Where um, which, which words in particular? Oh, to Nebuchadnezzar. There's just the opening lines. The idea of the opening lines: "Not marble, nor the gilded monuments of princes shall outlive this powerful rhyme." There's um. Oh, is it to Nebuchadnezzar? There's. Oh, oh in uh, yeah, some sort of Bible reading. If it's Nebuchadnezzar. No, there's a um. Oh, I had to do it in school. But he, he he describes the monument that's fallen down. That's just basically it's just ruins now, due to an earthquake or invasion or war or whatever. Okay. And he just just sort of he talks about the king who built up that monument to himself and to his people, and just nothing remains, apart from the words that he wrote now describing that that fallen monument. I can't. That's no. it's gone. I'm, well, I'm if you gonna, remember yeah. that, we can we can come back to that at, at some other point, and and we can we we can jump back quickly. Um, uh, would you like to read us out for this one? Seem- I'll I'll try the the sonnet fifty four. Yeah, the fifty four plus one. <laughs> sonnet fifty five. Well done, well done, you. You got the number right. That's you. My name is Thierry Hillis. <laughs> you can't skip the sonnet. No. You can. Uh, we have computers. You can fake it. Well, I can just have a robotic voice. <laughs> just, just put in fifty-four again and see if people notice. <laughs> sonnet fifty-five. For posterity, that wear this world out to the ending doom. So, till the judgment that yourself arise, you live in this and dwell in lovers' eyes.
Gainst death and all oblivious enmity, shall you pace forth, your praise shall still find room, even in the eyes of all posterity, that wear this world out to the ending doom. So, till the judgment that yourself arise, you live in this and dwell in lover's eyes. Hey, well done. That's very well done. Uh, that was Sonnet 55. I got it right that time. And and you've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnet. I've been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at Nufkin. And I've been Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And you can do the new bit. And we now have flatter buttons on our website for uh, this podcast and uh, Supermarket Matters. If you don't know what Flatter is, you can basically set one monthly amount, and every time you click a button, that just gets spread out evenly between the buttons you click. So if you have five or a month, and you click two buttons, each one gets 250. If you click 10, everyone gets 50p, sort of. There's, there's, there's more you can find out if you click the button on our website, or if you go to flatter.com. Excellent. It's a good system. It's a very, very clever system. Excellent. Thank you very much for, for listening. That was Sonnet 55, and we shall see you again next time for Sonnet 56. I had to think about adding one to 55. <laughs> that was bad. Um, we shall see you again next time. It's, this episode was brought to you by Tramadol. <laughs> Tramadol. <laughs> oh, see you later. Goodbye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.